Welcome to Travel Market Life, your companion for industry insights and professional business development. Travel Market Life. Join us by webcast, video or podcast. Hello and welcome back to Travel Market Life. I'm your host, Ryan Haynes, and today's episode, we're going to be speaking to Chris Kinlock, Performance Director, and Billy Mohan, Senior Performance Analyst at Journey Hospitality, about digital marketing, performance metrics that drive revenue. We'll be covering investing in Google and wider digital marketing, measuring for ROI, data and tracking, and the difference between brand campaigns and performance for improving results. Travel Market Life. Travel Market Life is backed by Haynes Marcoms, a B2B marketing communications PR consultancy specialising in the technologies, travel, hospitality and property sectors. Create meaningful connections and visibility to grow. Haynes Marcoms cuts through the noise to resonate with target buyers, decision makers and influencers. From contextualising your mission to positioning your value proposition, Haynes Marcoms helps you address the issues that matter. Marketing, PR, and social. Build profile, gain momentum, shape strategy with Haynes Marcoms. Travel Market Life. So joining me now is Chris and Billy. Firstly, Chris, uh, thank you ever so much for joining us. I know you're the Performance Director at Journey Hospitality, and um, we've seen really how uh, Google has had a big impact on the industry and how it's really driving those direct bookings. Uh, in particular, you know, we, we, we're aware of sort of the role of SEO, um, but also um, how MetaSearch is playing big into the program. Um, but what are some other key developments and changes we're seeing? Well, firstly, thanks for having me, Ryan. Um, I think there is two really big changes which are coming up within Google that are going to affect everybody, but will certainly be affecting hoteliers. Um, And those two big things really focus on first-hand experience and the growing importance of that within Google search. Now, interestingly, Google always focused previously on authority, and authority came from essentially being a big name. You know, if you were the guardian, then you might be ranking for something. Whereas going forward, first-hand experience is going to make much more of an impact. Um, And for hoteliers, I think that can boil down to one thing, and that is guest experience. You know, guest experience is going to be key. Um, And the two things which are coming out, um, which kind of relate back into that guest experience. Number one is happening right now, and that's the helpful content update, which has come through from Google. And the helpful content update is essentially what it says. What they're looking for is for more content to be on websites, which is providing help to users. Um, And they're defining that help in a really interesting way. And it comes back to that first-hand experience. You know, it comes back to creating content for your website which can communicate to an end user that you know what you're talking about Um, and we use an example which is a really simple one but it kind of comes up for a lot of hotels which is um, the example of somebody searching for um, best dog walks in the Cotswolds. Now, if you can imagine that you're a luxury hotel in the Cotswolds that's also very dog friendly, you know, that's the kind of term which you might be looking to rank for. And where the helpful content update comes in is making sure that you are providing content which is engaging for people, which is timely. You know, is it autumnal dog walks? Is it summer dog walks? You know, what are people looking for? Um, and helping yourself rank, you know, on Google comes back to providing content which somebody links 
fingers on the page, they're scrolling through, they're engaging with it, and you're providing help for them. Um, and I think that's a really positive way of kind of looking at a content strategy and how Google is changing over the coming years is we want to be more helpful. Um, and the second one is the bigger one, and it's going to be the one which is visible for everybody. Um, and that's Google's search generative experience. And that boils down to everybody's favorite buzzword of AI <laughs> and AI being integrated into Google. Um, but what that's going to look like for people is essentially that you've got a robot, a robot's giving you an answer, um, and it's trying to be as helpful as it possibly can. Um, it's providing you a few blocks of paragraphs of text. So, you know, coming back to that search term of best dog walks in the Cotswolds, you know, that will begin to generate an answer, which is a few paragraphs long, which says, oh, well, actually, looking at these areas, this is where you might want to travel to because these are your best dog walks. And it's kind of that conversational AI, which, again, is the big buzzword at the moment. Um, but if you're a hotelier, if you're anybody, it's looking to promote content you essentially want to be the content that sits behind that ai you know you want to have provided it the most relevant information that you can so that it can present that content out um and there's the, the kind of cynical value behind this is you're at the top of the page and ultimately that's the game right like everybody wants to be at the top of the page when it comes to google um it's and fascinating, isn't it? Because it, you can see how now the art of hospitality extends beyond the property. You know, these are the conversations that you would be having at front desk at concierge. This is the intel that you could be taking from the head of your staff and into the, onto the paper of the page of the, of the web um, in order to be able to get people to find you to, to understand the value and the experiences uh, that you can offer. And, you know, it's this content we've talked about for, for a long time, haven't we, Billy? And, you know, especially the role that it plays in SEO. Now, um, we had SEO that I mentioned at the beginning, and we had MetaSearch, which seems to be you know, one end of the journey to, to where we've almost got up to recently. But, I mean, what other tools and approaches, uh, almost the baseline for Google, um, should they be using um, with, with, within, with, with, within their approach? Yeah, thanks for having me on, Ryan. I think there's, um, there's a breakdown into two. So you do have that organic, that SEO strategy, which is, Things like ensuring your Google My Business page is uh, got all the content that you want to have on there, that it's relevant, um, that you keep it up to date. Things like that are really, really important. And then that you are providing content. And that doesn't just mean written content. It's really important that hotels uh, start to think about visual content. You can already see in Google search results that video is, is getting higher and higher up the page. And that, doesn't, that means vertical video as, as, as well as traditional landscape video. Um, they're pushing YouTube shorts really high up the page. So there's a lot of work that can be done to make sure that you're visible for some of those some of those search terms, both from a written perspective, but also from a visual perspective. And then from a paid perspective, we would always say the baseline and that, you know, the historic um, benchmark for Google has been search ads. So written ads, but there's so much more to, to, to paid vis visibility now. So there's discovery ads, there's display ads, there's YouTube ads, and then there's a, a product called Performance Max, which essentially pulls all of those in, into one. But they require visuals, they require video, and it's really important if you want to be visible across the whole suite of Google that you're factoring all of these in. So great if you've got search ads, that's a really good place to start. But start thinking about adding some display campaigns in to make it a bit more visual for a, for, a, for a potential customer. Like, what does your hotel look like? From a search campaign, they don't maybe know that. If you've got some video, great, put it in some YouTube campaigns, get some visibility out there as well. So it's really about thinking about both of those areas, so organic and paid. But 
spreading spreading as much of yourself as you can across across all of them will increase your visibility now chris you've you touched on this earlier um but just to delve into a little bit more deeper is the importance of audiences and understanding your audience and who you're talking to um particularly when it comes to the hotel guest yeah completely i mean it's you know it's the cornerstone of any marketing marketing is knowing who your guest is and who you're looking to target. Um, and certainly for us, when we're looking to onboard a client, it's where we begin. You know, that audience profiling piece comes from on-site data, comes from understanding how users are engaging, their demographics, the locations they're coming from. Um, and it also comes back to that keyword research. None of what Billy was just talking about is possible without really understanding what those users are actually searching for. And that then becomes the cornerstone of your entire Google strategy. Um, you know, whether that's a search ad, whether that's a display ad, whether that's a YouTube bad it's understanding what are the challenges that people are looking to solve by searching even if that is i'm looking to book a hotel for this weekend i mean you know we it's there's so much uh, factors to consider there isn't there um across those different channels and you know with google the beauty as you mentioned there billy is that you've got this performance max that just allows you to distribute from one central location across a myriad of channels to reach your specific audiences um beyond google itself and um you know its channels where else should hotels be uh, investing in digital marketing i think it's, it leads back to what Chris was just saying about understanding your audience and where they are. Um, you know, if your demographic's a little bit uh, a little bit younger, for example, then places like TikTok are a, a great place to find those find those people. And you can do that organically or versus paid. It, you know, it's totally um, open to, to 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 do both. But I think yeah, really understanding um where your customer base are, and that can come from intel from your receptionist, understanding who they speak to and what they're what, what kind of people they are, whether they're, whether you're a family orientated hotel, and then you maybe want to go, you know, focus on that, double down on that. But really the, the, the channel uh, options are, are huge. You've obviously got traditional uh, Facebook and Instagram meta advertising. You've got the, the new players, Snapchat and TikTok. If you've got potentially younger demographic, you've got Pinterest, you've got all sorts of options to you from a paid perspective. Um, but it all boils down to understanding if you've got a specific client base that you know that you want to target, where where do they, where are they? And then using that intel to drive your marketing strategy in terms of what platforms you want to be on. And it's fascinating because I had a conversation with uh, Jamal Ben Amor, who opened um, a couple of properties over in Saudi Arabia. And, you know, they, they wanted to do social media and they just like, right, we've got to be on Facebook. And it so turned out, transpired that their um, their guests uh, were not um, were, were were not people from outside of the UK. They were all from Saudi Arabia, and they were not using Facebook. So, mm -hmm. as you say, it's really important to understand your audience and what channels they are using to communicate, and and how you can then infiltrate um, those, those spaces and places. Yeah. Now. Once you've identified all of that, um, data and tracking is absolutely key. Um, now, what numbers are we looking at, really, uh, when it comes to understanding commercial success? Because, you know, you see everything from traffic visits uh, right through to sort of bounce backs. And, uh, the, you know, we, we, we look at sort of booking numbers or revenue numbers. But realistically, if you're if you're a senior leader, what do you need to be asking your team to be specifically looking at to, under, to understand the best investments? Yeah, absolutely. I think 
the the answer is is pretty broad. I think there's um, it's 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 good to have more than one. I wouldn't say there's there's one kind of golden rule for this is the metric that you need to track in order to ensure that you're driving performance. So absolutely, traffic is is really important. If you're not growing your traffic, you're going to struggle to grow your your direct bookings. Um, but we look a lot at how your how well are you driving traffic into your booking engine? So not just landing on your website, but actually getting into your booking engine, whatever that may be. And the proportion of that, are you able to improve that by streamlining the process on your website? We look at conversion rate as well. It's a really important metric to understand how valuable a, a channel maybe is to you. And then definitely looking at that OTA, that third party split versus direct. And you want to both grow that total number of sales and absolutely should be looking at that. But also, if you can shift that to a more direct, uh, a higher percentage of direct traffic and, and direct bookings, that's the ideal um, for our clients. And ultimately, your return on ad spend. So whatever advertising you're doing, um, like we work as a as a rule that ten to one as a as a return on ad spend is it is a a, a good number to achieve. Anything less than that, and we would be concerned. Um, but you can, you know, we have channels that hit 30, 40 uh, in, in, in terms of ROAS. But that's the ultimate number to understand. Is this channel performing for me? Now, performing for me, there is, uh, I'm going to break that down into. It's not doing a belly dance, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you have, um, you have two ways of understanding performance. So you have the traditional way, which is last click attribution. Um so someone, a user clicks on a Google ad and they directly go through and purchase. Really easy to track. We love that. But ultimately, that's not going to potentially help you understand uh, slightly more upper funnel channels, things like YouTube or more branding campaigns. And so that's where you have something like Google's data-driven data attribution model, which looks at, okay, they visited through YouTube three weeks ago. Then they came through a SEO article that was ranking really well. And then finally, they came through Google Ads and purchased. Well, actually, that YouTube visit was really valuable because that introduced them to the brand. And so it gives value to, to that YouTube visit as well as, as well as the others. So it's really important to understand both. Um, and the great thing about Google Analytics 4 is it has data-driven attribution built into it. So you can look at, that, that, look at it in both ways and understand the difference. Um, but it's really important to understand um, how they both work if you're going to open up your marketing to more than just performance driven marketing yeah I, I agree I mean the thing is you know you've really got to understand you know these numbers and uh, what what that means for your business I mean I, I've seen particularly over the ten, last 10 or 15 years it's just been about driving traffic to the website but is that qualified traffic is it the right audience is it the right makeup of guest profile and I guess as you say you can see that through the proportion of people that are going through the booking stages that are then actually confirming a booking and then you're able to see that in the value of the booking is that value of the booking going up up. If the value of the booking is going up, then that is obviously customers who value your product. And they're the people who you want to be driving time and time again. Um, and and, and you, you talk about this level of investment, uh, 10 to 1, so pound investment, 10 quid return, uh, so to speak. Um, and, you know, is, is it a matter? I mean, there, there's been a change really in, in psyche or need to change in psyche of how to manage budgets for marketing, um, because traditionally there's been, OK, we'll put 10 percent aside or you know, if you're lucky to get 10 percent of the overall profit uh, or revenue, which often uh, most businesses don't even bother going anywhere near 3 percent. Um, but uh, they'll just have a lump sum and they say, right, 200,000 pounds for the year. Um, 
right or wrong way to look at it? Um, a qualified wrong, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we know ultimately there's always restrictions on budgets, but I think from our perspective, it's that planning process that helps feed into that. So, you know, we were talking earlier about audience research, about keyword research, you know, that kind of gives you your baseline. If there are 100,000 people searching, you know, for relevant keywords, relevant for your hotel, then try and target them. Um, and that will actually tell you how much you could be investing, certainly in Google search. Um, and I think that kind of gives you your audience size. It gives you your potential audience pool and it can give you a potential return. You know, if we know that users are converting at a rate of five and a half percent on the website, we know what kind of bookings we might get out of that kind of traffic. Um, and I think it's that it's that qualification that really can be done to help to forecast and prove the potential value of um, the digital marketing activity, which hotels are planning. Um, but, you know, we're also realistic. And if somebody only has £200,000 for the entire year, then you do the best you can. And what we tend to do is aim for, let's maximise the return to begin with, and then we can move on. You know, you can move up the funnel once you've kind of maximised the bottom of it. And, and we know, as we know, all success comes down to great partnerships um, and that's having great teams that work well together. Um, now, when you're working with a hotel, you're not on site, you're not there, um, but you're dealing with people who are there on site. What do you believe and what have you seen adds the most value? So what if, if, if you're if our if our hoteliers are setting up a team uh, to look after journey hospitality, you know, where will you get the most value and the most input to drive that success? Um, I think it's good to have a spread from from across the the hotel. Um, so ideally people that are dealing with customers because we want to understand that customer base, but also ideally people that are working commercially on the hotel and they understand, you know, it's really important for us to know when you're running offers or when your peaks and troughs normally occur so we can help feed into that. Um, if you've got specific campaigns that you run as a business that you want us to follow, we, we clearly need to know about those. So it's really about having that spread across the business. So we have Intel in all the different areas so we can do our job, like you say, as a partnership, as best as possible. Um, and that's how we also try and work here. We have a spread when we work with clients of across different parts of the business so that we understand as much about them as much as they understand as much about us. And that that leads to a really fruitful partnership normally. I was going to say, it's nothing worse than people giving you um, a job to do and you don't really have any insight as to what's happening in the business itself. Yeah. I mean, you feed off that as much as you do the data and analytics uh, that you're pumping into the system anyway. So to, to get that uh, visibility into sort of, you know, the challenges and, and the opportunities available. But when we've all talked as well within the hospitality industry about the need to bring together the three departments of um, uh, sales, revenue and marketing marketing and and essentially you know you are sitting um digitally within with, within the meeting point um of those three uh th three departments yeah. Now, one thing I want to talk about was a brand campaigns uh, versus performance campaigns, uh, because we've been talking a lot about performance marketing. And recently um, I had a chance to speak to Best Western, uh, Chris Bowling, about his brand campaign. Now, obviously, Best Western, um, our franchise, they got portfolios um, and uh, we, we, you work a lot of independent hoteliers. How and when should uh, independent hoteliers consider brand campaigns and, and, and how does that work most effectively? effectively for, for performance? Um, 
I think the broad answer is that they should always be considering awareness campaigns. Um, there's a, a line I used to work with an account manager at Facebook ads who would bring this out all the time. And their line was, you can't look for growth at the bottom of the funnel. Um, and, you know, finding new audiences is always going to be key to growing your uh, kind of bottom line, basically. Um, so for us, it kind of, it should be a default. That's not to say it is because everybody's focus is on driving the amount of return, the, the highest amount of return that they possibly can. Um, but for us, growing that brand awareness piece is so important. There, there are multiple studies out there, but there's an IAB study, which I always come back to, which talks about the kind of benefits of brand awareness on growing brands. And essentially, long-term brand awareness breeds long-term growth. Um, you know, it was a study of, I think, 10,000 different businesses that are running kind of uh, overall brand awareness activity. Um, and there's a really good line in it, which um, we've been using recently, which is around awareness activity is about building mental brand equity. It's taking up a place in somebody's brain. Um, and then the kind of conversion consideration activity, which we tend to focus on, is exploiting that brand equity. Um, we talk to a lot of hoteliers about the type of campaigns which we're running. And often it can be there's a 20% off offer. So we want to push this out to as many audiences as we can. And the line that we keep coming back to is, okay, that's great. Great. But if they don't know how good you are at 100%, then why do they care that you've got a 20% off offer? And that, for me, is about what building that brand equity is. That's creating a story. It's communicating what your brand values are. And that's the value of awareness activity beyond the kind of, you know, provable business growth that we know that comes from it. Excellent. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, thank you to you both, uh, Chris Kenluck, and before, a Performance Director, and Billy Mohan, Senior Performance Analyst at Journey Hospitality. Thank you. Thank you. For more, go to Travel Market Life. The music sensation by Zach Nelson is reproduced under license from Storyblocks. Travel Market Life is a Haynes Marcoms Digital Marketing Agency production, serving the travel and technology industries.